Educating, empowering, and inspiring you to live healthier is our mission, so let's begin. Hey, health warriors. This is episode number 69 of the Life, Strength, and Health podcast. I'm Kim, and I'm joined with Jamal. Greetings, everyone. And uh, some blessings. Yes, and thank you for joining us for this week's episode. In this week's episode, we're going to answer another common question that we often receive at our Holistic Center, Life, Strength, and Health. And the question in this episode that we are going to answer is, what can I do for more energy? But before we dive into answering that question, I just wanted to let everyone know that the doors of our health membership, our health warrior membership has finally opened. We are super excited and cannot wait to share and to continue to grow and add so much valuable content and resources to the community. We um, had some beta users to go in and test out the site and we have received amazing feedback And we're so super excited for what's in store for those of you who would like to join our community. And this Sunday, we will be hosting a webinar to talk more about what the membership is, how it can help you to live a more natural and holistic lifestyle, and to kind of open the door so you can kind of see in before if you join or if you decide not to join, that's okay. But we're going to go behind the scenes, show you what it's all about, the content, the information in the health library, live trainings that we have in there already, and really how, like I said, it can help you to reach your health goals by living a more natural and holistic lifestyle. So if you would like to join us on that webinar this Sunday, just go to healthwarrior.co forward slash webinar. That's healthwarrior.co forward slash webinar that will take you directly to the registration page to sign up and then you will receive information on where to go on Sunday and that's going to be Sunday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. So just go to healthwarrior.co forward slash webinar to register for that. So now let's dive into our organic food for thought. And this week's organic food for thought is centered around heavy metal detoxification. You know, there's a growing concern about heavy metals in our food sources. The most known form is mercury in the ocean, which gets into fish. But there are many ways heavy metals makes their way into our bodies. Yes, I think that um, this is a good one because it is a, a serious growing concern for people. I know a lot of people that, that do eat fish, they're um, moving away from eating it because of the mercury. And uh, people are trying to avoid mercury in their diet. But the problem is that uh, the heavy metals, not just mercury, have lead and so many other things. Uh, the problem is that it's contaminating multiple food sources. So it doesn't matter where you move, you're going to get uh, heavy metal exposure to some degree. So the key is how do you detoxify it? A lot of times the uh, food industry makes it seem as if, you know, you're going to build these metals up and there's nothing that you can do about it. But there mm-hmm. is detoxification. That's one of the things that we specialize in that life, strength and health is cleansing the body. So there are things that you can do on a daily basis to cleanse your body of heavy metal so it doesn't build up to toxic levels in your system. There's so many ways to to be contaminated by heavy metals. It's in our tap water supply from old pipes, 
coal power plants, they pollute the air, which settle into crops. Industrial air pollution also settles into the crops. Liquid waste poured into our rivers and oceans, toxic fertilizers, dental mercury, chicken feed fed to chickens, contaminated chicken poop used to make fertilizer, and heavy metal infested vegetation. These are just some of the many ways that heavy metals make their way into our bodies. And there is, like Jamal said, there is a way to combat heavy metals by detoxification. And there's a way that you can, you know, address heavy metals going into your body on a daily basis. And that's through consuming food that allows the body to detox the heavy metals from your body each and every day. And some of these foods are cilantro, um, parsley, cruciferous vegetables like broccoli, cauliflower, cabbage, Brussels sprouts, sulfur-rich foods such as onions and garlic, leek chives, egg yolks, raw grass-fed dairy, and pectin found in fruit and vegetable skins such as grapes, carrots, tomatoes, radish, berries, apples, and pears. And these, you know, if you eat these foods, they help to keep heavy metals out of your body. Yeah, and I think that it's important. We should be mindful of the things that do contain metals, and we want to try to minimize those things, but we don't have to live in fear because uh, some people just feel like they can't eat <laughs> anymore because it, everything is so contaminated. So you do your best. You minimize contamination, and you make sure that you cleanse your body on a regular basis. So including uh, these foods into your diet is going to help you out tremendously. So Every single day, you should try to consume something from from this list, and you know that you're doing what you can to make sure that your body is, is uh, able to detoxify these heavy metals. Definitely. And I will also list these foods in the show notes pages um, of today's episodes, because if you're driving, it'll be tough to write all this down. <laughs> okay, now, so let's dive into the question of the episode, and that question is, what can I do for more energy? And as I mentioned in the intro, that this is a very common question that we receive from clients coming into our center at Life, Strength, and Health. And it's certainly a very understandable one that you need energy to be productive and efficient in your life. And when you do not have a lot of energy, when you're feeling low, you certainly cannot put your best foot forward. But when you take a holistic approach to low energy, you know, if you want to increase your energy before you can start taking or doing things for your energy, you first have to look at why your energy is low and where is your energy being leaked? Yes, because we live in a society where everything is a quick fix. We take uh, the traditional allopathic approach, uh, just uh, treating symptoms in a sense. So Typically, when a person's energy is low, the first thing you're thinking about is, you know, my energy is low. What can I do to boost my energy? So you may go for the five-hour energy drink or you may go for a shot of espresso or other things on the market to increase your energy. Some people automatically take, uh, you know, get B12 shots because their energy is low. There's so many different remedies out there for low energy. But if you're looking at it from a holistic perspective, you have to uh, look at uh, what are you doing to cause the low energy? Like that's what you have to address first. What are you doing to cause the low energy? And then you have to eliminate 
the things that you're doing in your life to cause the low energy or once you realize what that is and there's something out of that's out of your control, then you get help with. But before you start stacking on uh, the energy stuff, you got to look at the other side first. That's a holistic approach to this thing here. So we're going to get into the top six uh, typical reasons why people's energy is low. There are a lot more reasons, but we're just sticking to some of the common things so that you can begin to do these things and increase your energy overall. Right. So the first thing you want to look at is, are you dehydrated? Do you have some dehydration going on? Because there's a lot of, if you eat a lot of processed foods, sugary foods, caffeinated foods, if you take a lot of supplements, a lot of medications, all these things lead to dehydration in the body. Yes. And, you know, when it comes to uh, just hydration in general, uh, normally when a person is hungry, when they're feeling hungry, they're really thirsty, right? We, we don't recognize uh, certain signals that our body gives off. So usually once you're feeling thirsty, it's already pretty late. You've already uh, began the process of dehydration and uh, that uh, begins to to dehydrate your brain. Your uh, energy is going to uh, dip tremendously. Uh, it's going to affect your memory and your mental alertness. So uh, being hydrated is very important. So you want to really assess uh, where you are in that process with making sure that you're getting plenty of fluids in on a regular basis. Definitely. And some things that you can do to combat dehydration is eat more watery foods such as celery, carrots, cucumbers, watermelon, citrus fruits, and pineapple. You can drink coconut water or drink loose herbal teas that are sweetened with stevia or a little bit of raw honey. Right. And I think those things are really important because you do want to drink water, obviously, but it's the other things that you do uh, as well to make sure that your body stays hydrated. So a rule of thumb is to try to drink eight uh, glasses of water a day. I think it's a good rule of thumb. It, it's not necessarily uh, right for everyone because depending on your size and your, your workload activity, you're going to need more or less. However, I think it's a really good rule of thumb. And uh, if you go for it, you'll at least hit a baseline. Okay. The next thing that you want to look at is your diet. Do you have a poor diet? Because you eat you know, of course we eat because we love food to taste good and we love how food tastes because I am certainly a foodie, but you mainly should eat for nutrition because you're eating to give your body energy so that you can, you know, be productive in your life. So pour food in, pour energy out. Yes, I think that it's important for us to put this in perspective and understand why uh, you eat food. A lot of times it seems like people don't understand that, you know, we eat uh, because we feel like we're in the mood for particular things. So that's emotional eating. We eat uh, for emotional reasons. And a lot of times just because our, our belly is uh, growling and empty and we just want to fill it, like we eat just to fill our bellies. So a lot of times I hear people, well, you know, I was just really hungry and I just grabbed something, but they, they'll just grab a bag of chips, for example, and they'll just right. eat a bag of chips, but it has no... Uh, nutritional value whatsoever. So a lot of times people eat all day, they snack all day, but they're not feeding their body any real 
nutrition. They're not eating real foods. So if you're not, you get all of these calories, but you're not being fed. So your energy is going to automatically uh, be low. Not to mention that that contributes to uh, weight gain. So you want to think like eat for nutrition, eat to feed your body. Your body needs uh, this food as building blocks so that it can make you as healthy and functional as possible. So we really have to look at this diet thing and, and ask yourself the question is your, um, if your energy is low, is are you actually feeding yourself? Are you feeding and providing your body with the energy that it needs so that you can have high energy? You have to think about that. So I think that, um, you know, a poor diet, is is probably the the number one or the top two reasons why your energy could be low. So you have to look at that critically. So some things to address, you know, having a poor diet is to adopt a whole foods diet. And in the previous episode, we talked about the power of whole foods as episode number 68. And I will list that in the show notes page. But adopting a whole food diet is certainly uh, certainly a remedy to having a poor diet. Stop snacking so much. Uh, like Jamal was saying, you want to eat for nutrients and not just for calories and eating more fat. Fats are a great source of energy, certainly throughout the day. Yes, um, absolutely. A lot of times if you find that you are snacking a lot, then that means that uh, what you're eating is not um, it doesn't have enough fat in it, most likely, or has too much sugar in it because sugar causes you to crave more sugar and fat actually turns off the hormone that causes you to, to crave and to be hungry. So you probably need to add more good fats to your um, your meals and, and stop snacking so much. And then, like Kim said, uh, fats are a really good source of fuel. Uh, but they also allow your body to absorb certain fat-soluble vitamins and minerals. So uh, that's really important uh, for energy. Yeah, and we actually did a three-part series on the importance because it's important to eat the good fats. And I will list those three episodes in the show notes as well. So the next area you want to address is your blood sugar levels. Do you have a blood sugar imbalance? Yes, I didn't read the study, but I was listening to... Um, a specialist that he specialized in uh, diabetes, can't remember his name at the moment, but uh, he was talking about uh, by the year 2025 that 90% of the population would be type 2 diabetic. And the reason why is because we overconsume, especially sugar. We have a lot of sugar in our diets, and a lot of times, when we think about sugar, we just think about the standard white sugar or high uh, fructose corn syrup. But we don't look at sugar as all of the things that turn into sugar in our diets. So what happens is we're over sugaring ourselves. You know, we're eating things that are constantly spiking our blood sugar levels, which is causing a crash. And when you get this crash, you get low energy. And as your uh, energy gets low, you start to crave sugar to raise your, your blood sugar levels back up. So we go on this roller coaster of snacking all day and um, consuming sugar 
all day. So uh, we really need to get away from that. Even the the, the so-called natural uh, foods that contain sugar, if you're snacking on those all day and spiking your blood sugar levels, you still can lead to insulin resistance. You right. still can lead to type 2 diabetes, right? So just because something is healthy doesn't um, make it uh, the best thing for you to eat all the time. So it's really important that you watch those blood sugar uh, level imbalances because that's going to definitely cause low energy. Right. And some things to combat a blood sugar imbalance is to eliminate the sugary drinks, eliminate the sweeteners, and even take a break from the natural sweeteners, eliminate the sweet snacks, eliminate grains that contain gluten, and eliminate commercial dairy. Yeah. And one thing that I want to just point out really quick when it comes to eliminating the sugary drinks that also includes the uh, the fruit juices. A lot of people will uh, drink bottled juice and they think that just because it's juice. Or it says 100 um, percent juice. Right. That uh, that it's healthy for them. But that is that's pure sugar and it's going to spike your sugar levels as well. So you want to be really careful with that. And even if you're making fresh juice from a juicer, you want to be careful with the fruit juices. A lot of times the first thing that people want to do when they get uh, juicers is make fruit juice. And that's OK. But really, juices are for uh, making vegetable juice. It's not for making very concentrated sugar juices all the time because that's going to get you in the same trouble as if, you know, buying a uh, bottled juice and drinking that all the time. Obviously, it's going to take longer. You have a little bit more uh, fiber. You definitely got more nutrition in it, but it's still going to be taxing on your body if you're having that all the time. You you want to slow that sugar down. So you want to cut back on the, on the fruits, add more uh, vegetables to that. And if you want to have an occasional fruit juice, that's fine. You can mix it with something like uh, coconut uh, milk. So you could do a nice um, fruit juice mixed with uh, coconut milk, and that's going to slow that sugar down a little bit. Right. The next area you want to look at is your sleep quality. Do you have poor quality sleep? I would say that um, this is probably the number one thing, right? If your energy is low, how could you not look at your sleep? Like sleep is the main thing that's going to give you energy, because while you're sleeping, your body is repairing, your hormones are rebalancing, and your body is uh, being refreshed for the next day. So if you're not getting enough sleep, then you automatically know why your energy is low. So you don't want to go uh, low sleep and do stimulants. Like you actually want to try to get more sleep in. So. I think that this is a really important piece of the puzzle. I think it's the most important piece of the puzzle for you to look at. And I think that uh, you'll get the biggest breakthroughs when you get your sleep in order. Yes. And some good things that you can do to combat poor sleep is to make sleep a priority, to plan for your sleep and to get at least six hours of sleep per night. Yes. When you're getting less than six hours of sleep per night, uh, that causes hormonal imbalances, like your your body can't even produce proper hormones if you're not getting in at least six hours of sleep. I know for men, um, if you're getting less than uh, six hours of sleep, you're not properly producing testosterone. And uh, studies show that there's a significant decrease in testosterone levels if you're um, getting less than six hours of sleep per night. So that's really important. 
Yes. The next area you want to address um, is your digestive system, most specifically leaky gut. Yes, and, and leaky gut is, is caused by uh, the uh, imbalance in your digestive system between the good bacteria and the bad bacteria. The bad bacteria, um, it outnumbers the, the good. Uh, we call that uh, yeast can, a yeast candida overgrowth. So it's very important to, to look at that. And uh, one of the things or the major thing that feeds that is sugar. So we keep coming back to sugar and processed foods because these things will feed that bad bacteria and that bad bacteria begins to pull away and eat away at your gut. Uh, and it, it causes, uh, you know, tiny fractures and, and tears and openings so that undigested food and uh, toxins and allergens and things like that can get into your system without being broken down or, or, or your body being protected from them. And that's going to bring your energy way down as well as contribute to so many other things as far as like brain fogginess. You won't have uh, mental fatigue, sharpness, stamina. So it can lead to a lot of different levels of uh, fatigue if your uh, your digestive system isn't balanced properly. So if your energy is low, it's important for you to look at your digestion and question like how good is your digestion? Are you experiencing gas all the time, bloat all the time, indigestion all the time, any type of uh, abdominal discomfort, those are signs of a digestive system distress. So if your digestive system is out of order and your energy is low, that's the reason why. Yes. And some ways to combat this is to eliminate sugar and gluten from the diet, replenish the good bacteria in your digestive tract, seal the gut. And if you need you know, to go even further, to work with a qualified health professional. Yeah, I think that's important because uh, when you're dealing with digestive system stress, it's a lot of information out there uh, about the digestive system and it's all good information. But one thing that it doesn't account for is the amount of time that it takes to really balance your gut out. It takes time. And a lot of people, they do a few things and they expect to see changes uh, within a few weeks or a week or immediately. But to be completely honest with you, depending on how uh, out of balance your digestive system is, it could take years to bring your digestive system back into balance. Right. It can take a, just for the average person, it could take a solid year just to get it optimum. You know, all of your friendly flora and the strands and the population where it needs to be. Everything is in balance and the integrity of your digestive system is optimum. It could take up to a year. So a person that's severely uh, out of balance, it can take upwards of a year and a half, two years. And I've even read cases of two and a half years to get your gut in balance. So uh, if you have some major imbalances, don't think that it's even something that you're going to do in a, in a few months. So you really have to take your time with that process. And I think that's where the professionals come in. They understand the time that it takes and they're going to take their time with you to make sure that you're doing it properly. Definitely. And the last area that we want to address in this episode in terms of how to increase your energy or improve it is looking at nutritional deficiencies. Yeah, when we look at um, all of these things that we went through with the exception of sleep, um, some type of nutritional deficiency has been created. So uh, it goes back to the, the whole food. It goes back to, you know, looking at 
your, your diet and, and getting away from the, the, the sugars and the snacking and things that's going to block your body from absorbing the nutrition that it needs. Even if we look at something like anemia, for example, anemia is a nutritional deficiency, right? Your energy is really, really low. And, uh, you know, they check your, your iron levels because, uh, they, if your iron is really low, that's an issue with your blood, your, your blood sugar levels. I mean, your energy is going to be very low, but it's also important to balance your B12 and your uh, folic acid as well, because all of those can be known uh, as anemia also. So uh, really important to address those nutritional deficiencies. A lot of times people uh, get the B12 shots and those are going to be beneficial when you're deficient in B12, right? If you're not uh, low in B12, it'll it, they're helpful, but it's not going to be super helpful if you're not uh, if you're already at a baseline for your B12. So really important that you uh, have a balanced uh, eating regimen to make sure that you're getting a variety of nutrition, a variety of, of foods and not always just sticking with the same exact foods. Another thing is uh, vitamin D, right? If your vitamin D is uh, low, that can affect your energy levels. And uh, there are a lot of people that are low in, in vitamin D, especially when you have that went that cold winter season where you don't, you're not getting as much sunlight and you're not uh, outdoors as much. So uh, vitamin D, magnesium, omegas, and so many different other uh, deficiencies can lead to low energy as well. Right. And some things that you can do to combat nutritional deficiencies is consuming more green leafy vegetables, consuming avocados, incorporating coconut oil and avocado oil into your diet. Um, if you eat animal products, consuming pasture raised eggs, wild caught fish, grass fed butter and ghee. Eliminating processed foods and sugars will address this and temporarily taking vitamins. Yes, um, I think that it's important to get your nutrition from your food. So you want to try to eat uh, highly, highly nu nutrient dense foods to try to get your nutrition from your food first because it's the most bioavailable. But at the same time, when you're really in a, a deficient state, uh, I believe that the uh, supplementation can really help to, to uh, speed things along a bit. So uh, you may need to take a vitamin D. You may need to take a B complex. You may need to take omega-3 fatty acids. So you want to take these things temporarily to help to give you a boost. And then you want to try to maintain that with good nutrition. Definitely. So those are the areas that we recommend you address if you are struggling with low energy, certainly addressing these areas of your diet and your life will certainly help to improve it. And for access to the show notes pages of today's episode, just go to lifestrengthandhealth.com forward slash 69. That's lifestrengthandhealth.com forward slash 69 to access the show notes pages. And I will list everything that I mentioned in this week's episode. Also, before you go, if you need a little bit more assistance with improving your energy or with any area that we address with improving your energy, then maybe our Health Warrior community is the place for you. It's a place where you get access to in-depth content, a health library, our interactive health forum. You have more of a direct access to Jamal and myself so you can work with qualified health professionals. And also you get discounts on products and services 
and so much more. So if this sounds like something that you may be interested in, just go to healthwarrior.co. That's healthwarrior.co to learn more about our Health Warrior community. And if you would like to see behind the doors of the membership site, join us this Sunday for our webinar where we dive into the Health Warrior membership site and really show you how it can help you to live a more natural and holistic lifestyle. So just go to healthwarrior.co forward slash webinar. That's healthwarrior.co forward slash webinar and register for this Sunday's webinar. So we hope you enjoyed this episode and you receive value from it. And until next time, live healthier. Yes, everyone stay healthy. Peace and blessings.